All right, man. Here we go. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to episode 110 of Nintendo Talk. I am Bobby, the Nintendo Guru, joined by the most handsome man in all the land, Mr. Patrick McNamara, Mr. Nintendo Bobby. himself. What is up, dude? What is up, man? Good to be back. Yeah, man. Well, After okay. A break. Why is uh, that? We, we didn't take a break. Okay, so I want to <laughs> explain to people what happened. And I'm, my fingers are crossed that it doesn't happen again this week. So, but... About 45 minutes into recording last week, my computer completely just locked up, mm-hmm. shut down. We lost the entire recording. Absolutely frustrating. Um, and so out of frustration, we just shut it down. We didn't do anything last week. Uh, very disappointing, honestly, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Just really disheartening to not have You guys episode. will never know what topics were, were mentioned. The crazy thing is we... I felt like we had some good discussions. It was a good show, and this week, yeah, and this week is, and it's always, it's always a good show. You should lose. Um, this week, I mean, the topics are not even the same. We went totally different topics this week. Mm-hmm. So, I think because the whole reason we didn't re-record the show was at that point, it's like, well, what's the point? What's yeah. the point? Of I know re- Bobby's ideas. Yeah, he knows and, mine. And like, that's part of the whole idea behind the show is it's a candid, casual conversation. And you're not sure what's happening, essentially. Yeah. Like you're not sure what the other one's going to say. So, anyway, um, Patrick, you want to say yes, Bobby? Yes, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Bobby. <laughs> let's, let's kick this episode off like we do each and every episode with our geek outs. Shout outs, yes. So, uh... Oh, God. <laughs> Don't start that. Uh, my geek out is something big that happened over our little little break, mm-hmm. um, and that was the Pokemon Direct. Oh. I honestly was really surprised and impressed by what Pokemon Company had to show us. Um, I didn't watch it live. I heard it cut off at a weird point. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because you know what happened real quickly? Um, it was weird. It looped at mm-hmm. one point. Oh, okay. It, it looped and repeated a segment of the of the direct completely over and then it shut off as long as that loop was it cut the show off that early so i don't know what it happened cut off at the with. pricing i heard yeah but no no not at the pricing the pricing was shown it was like he was talking about something else that they were what the game was going to allow you to do it just cut oh. off but yeah. regardless if you went back and watched the, the video immediately after you saw <laughs> the whole thing yeah so i mean I watched the like Nintendo re-upload, so I saw the whole thing. But I was impressed, and honestly, it it hit all the marks that I wanted it to. Like it showed off a new game, which, to be fair, is like a remake. But the art style is great. Storybook art style looks awesome, and that's one of the the very rare like Pokemon spinoffs I've never played before. So that's a new game to me. Um, and then, of course, you know Pokemon Sword and Shield, one of the biggest Pokemon games to come out like in years for for that you know, team, uh, they expanded on it and they're releasing DLC instead of like an ultra sun or ultra moon, Yeah, which, you know, that's, we're saving like $30 there. Yeah. And, you know, although the DLC that was shown could have easily been like a free update, like just imagine like legendary update and 200 Pokemon being like a free update. I yeah. think that people would have loved that, but two more regions that we get to explore or two more areas in the map. 
and they're all wild area. So it's all like third person, like control the camera. So it has me excited, man. I'm not even concerned about the price tag because to me, that $30 is like, okay, I can play Pokemon Shield for another year and it'd be completely fresh. So I was really impressed. I think the thing that, well, one thing didn't shock me and that was the reaction by a lot of people, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, shocks me, honestly, not really. People are just whatever. Um, But I think the thing that for me, the takeaway was typically this time of year, what we would have gotten was, hey, man, here is your ultra whatever. Yeah. You're going to get it in the fall. It's going to be a brand new Pokemon game. It's going to launch in the fall and then boom, go from there. Um, This is basically eliminating that. This is what, from my understanding, and a lot of people that are really true Pokemon fans, what they're taking from this is they wish they'd have done this years ago. Mm -hmm. Like they would have taken this approach where it's more or less like, um, here you go. Here's what we're doing. We're moving along and blah, blah, blah. And like go. And I'm excited about it. Like I, for me personally, I think like the other thing too, I like what they're doing is so all, and I love the fact that like all that leaked information was actually future iterations. Yeah. Like when they were going like, Oh, here's Bulbasaur. And like, you know, people are like, well, where's he at? He's not in the game. Why is he not in the game? And oh, he's going to, he is in the game. It's just, they're actually doing it slow progression, which I like. It's like, you think about it, right? If you're a true Pokemon fan, right? And you've been, you've been watching the cartoons, you don't, dude, not every Pokemon shows up in every region. Yep. You know, you have each Pokemon has different regions, and it makes no difference. That, like, here is the Galar region, and if you go just a little bit further, you'll get a bunch of different Pokemon that are water types and things like that. And then you go over here, when the next version comes out after that, and that's another little mini region. Like, let's be honest, they could literally take this game, and with expansion packs, work right up until the next game. Like, oh, yeah. We could get two to three not more expansions next year with all new Pokemon added to it. Yeah. And a whole new now, region. Here's, here's the conspiracy, though. I want your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. Did they purposely hold back because they wanted to, like, rush this game out and they were thinking of future DLC? Or did they just completely, like, oh, crap, we should probably listen to fans. Like, they're kind of upset. I don't I know. Think, I think it was. This is my belief. I think that they built the game as they did. And this was a game plan from the beginning. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna put the base game out. This is the base game. This is what we're gonna do. Because let's be honest, how do you do all that work in this short amount of time? Yeah. It's not even gonna be a year. It's like six months later, and here's a full expansion. They're not gonna delay it either. This no. is a holiday game written all over yeah. it. Like So I think personally that this was let's get out what we have. We're gonna hit our deadline. We're going to cut things, obviously, that we don't necessarily want to cut, but we're going to cut them anyway. Yep. And then once we're done, we're going to go back into the drawing board and here's new stuff here and then here's new stuff here. Like, ultimately, it's it's no different than Breath of the Wild, right? So Breath of the Wild, in order to hit the release date, the release window, they had already delayed the game a couple times. Mm-hmm. That first portion of the expansion pack that we got from Breath of the Wild, that was all sp- stuff that was supposed to be in the original game. And Nintendo came out and said that. Like, this was all supposed to be an original, but we just wouldn't have hit our deadline. Yeah. That game could not afford another delay. So it's no different. Um, 
it's no different that, you know, it is what it is. You know what I mean? So I think we're, I think we're, I think they kind of held back, but I also felt like they needed to a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, so. Are you get you're getting the DLC? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get it. Yeah. Cause I enjoyed my time. I haven't completed the, the Pokedex. Yeah. So I think that what I'm going to do over the next, you know, couple of months until Animal Crossing hits is I'll try to complete the Pokedex. Mm-hmm. And then when that game comes out, it'll give me a little break between Animal Crossing, like, you know, to, to stream something different. I'll stream that stuff and like going out and doing raids with people. And because I love the raid aspect. Like we, I think it's cool. We streamed the raid a lot. Like it was just stuff that we did and it was so much fun. Yeah. So the internet's cool. kind of spotty. Like I was doing it with um, Nintendo Ninja News, little uh, Chris, and it was, it was a little spotty. I mean, yeah, he's in Australia. So that, maybe that's why, but it was a little spotty when we were connecting for raids. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had no problems with raids. We were we were banging yeah. them out, no problem when we did them. But uh, myself, I am geeking out about last night. So last night I did a birthday stream, mm. um, and man, it absolutely turned into a crazy, just madness. Um, I was about an hour, two hours in. Uh, I had about thirty people there. All night long, right? About an hour in, two hours, probably about two hours closer. Uh, Miss Click comes in with a ninety-nine person read, and completely overwhelms everything. Um, it immediately just takes the stream from what it was to, okay, here we are, and we are now losing control of everything. Like there's people gift subbing, there's people subbing, there's people throwing bits. This hype train thing pops up on my screen, <laughs> and it's like every like you have like it's like a game, and you have like so many people that if they sub or give sub within a moment, like it starts giving emotes to everybody in the chat, and it was just like this is absolute. Can I just bonkers. say like how great like Miss Click has been to us, oh, man? Because like like I introduced you, she was on a podcast yeah. episode of the, the uh, PMP. And, like, dude, she's blown up. Like, she's on Spawncast as, yeah. like, a regular now. She has, like, 300-plus people watching at a time. And, yeah. dude, she still comes through, man. The thing the thing about it, and I, I mentioned that a little bit last night when I was doing the whole, when she was there. Dude, she, she has no business in the world slumming it with us. Exactly. You know I mean? Like, when she came, but this is, this is the true testament of the person she is. This is why I want to say this. When when we started, you had her on Plant Nintendo, and you brought me back. I was at my mom's house still. You yes. brought me back to do an episode, and I came in, and it was the first time I ever met her. Yep. Never knew you her. You did not want to be there, by the way. Yeah, I you're all about quality. You're yeah, I did not want to be there because I wasn't happy with the webcam and all that. Yeah. I was fighting you on it. And I was like, all right, I promise to do it. I'll do it. And I'm sitting there in a the chair, and I'm thinking to myself, um... Man, I'm not really a fan of. I don't even know who this Miss Click is. Like, why mm-hmm. am I here? Who is this girl? Whatever. And then, just in that episode, I was like, this girl is really awesome. She's really nice, yeah. right? And I'm like, okay, cool. So then, when I when I do the Guru Direct and I'm coming back, I reach out to her just on a whim, and I'm like, hey, would you mind doing it like a little spot for me? And she's like, yeah. What do you need? I told her, and she grabbed it and she went with it, right? Mm-hmm. made it her own, made the segment her own, totally 
loved her being in the Guru Direct. Then I bring her on Nintendo Talk Live a couple times. And like, dude, she's always been like, whatever you want, Bobby, whatever you need, I'm here. Just let me know. And yeah. she don't need to pay, especially now. She's a Nintendo brand ambassador. She's got, like you said, like anywhere from 100 to 300 people in her streams. Like she's getting invited to the Luigi Mansion thing out in California. Like, dude, she is big time. And she still takes the time to do a raid of me when she doesn't have to. And that helped me dramatically. You Mm -hmm. know, like my goal by the end of the night was I wanted to get 450 followers. Mm -hmm. Crushed it. Crushed it. She came in and it was like, boom, here it is. You know, and it's just fantastic. Just just an amazing. But the the moment all the people, the old, the old G, old G, the OG, um, (laughs) Just the crew that was like part of Make Us Better in the mm-hmm. Discord, they were all there. Uh, the Europeans were there, like you know, Joyce Blacks and uh, Nasty and Tammy and all them. Like, dude, it was like midnight for them, it was like one o'clock in the morning, two <laughs> o'clock. In the morning. They're there, we're playing Splatoon 2. Just so much fun, it's good stuff, amazing people. So, for me, it was like this is just what it, it just felt great to have the support and the love of all those people. It was just overwhelming. So that was that's my geek out. That's so that's what I was excited about and all that good stuff. So, um, okay. So we got the uh, the first news bit we have. So Pat, there has been an absolute rumor going on now for a while that this week is the week that we're going to get the Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. So my question is, or where we want to talk about is. Do we think it's going to really happen this week? And what do we think we're going to get out of this this week? Um, the thing is, is like last year this happened where every week they were going, this week we're going to get direct. <laughs> this week we're going to get direct. And it went into February. Now, to be fair, we did get a direct this month. It was mm-hmm. a Pokemon direct. But specifically, people are saying this week is a Nintendo direct. So I'm curious. And if if, to be fair... This show will air Wednesday. Well, this this segment, this breakout's going to be on Pat's channel on Monday or Tuesday, whatever. So right around the time this episode is breaking, we should have we should know whether or not there's yeah. a direct. This might be old news. Who knows? It might be. Might be. <laughs> so what? Uh, what? What's your feelings? What do you? What do you? Do you think we get the direct? So I don't necessarily know about this week, but I did put a poll on Twitter, okay? And I put, the next Nintendo Direct will be dot, dot, dot. And I put, this month or in February? Mm Because now we have the Pokemon Direct and people are like, oh, there we go. It's in February now. Almost 200 people voted. 66% said this month. So that's pretty substantial. Mm -hmm. I think it might be next week, if I had to guess. Um, you know, there, there's history of a Pokemon direct happening and then a Nintendo direct happening after. However, that's kind of skewed because a lot of it is like E3 related. So it's like, of course there's going to be a Nintendo direct cause it's an E3 presentation. So I think it would be very nice if it happened. Uh, I can't say definitively if it's going to happen or not, but yeah. I would love to know what is going on this year. <laughs> I think a lot of people that that's the big curiosity is cause yeah. like we don't have a lot of stuff confirmed like animal crossing <clears throat> is going to be the big thing pokemon mystery dungeon tokyo mirage session tokyo mirage sessions yep but if you're if you're looking at like a big game it's not going to happen it's nothing's going to take away from animal crossing in no. the first part of the year yeah 
And honestly, Nintendo has not proven themselves to to be consistent in the first half of the year anyway. So, Well, to I, be fair, right? So to be fair, number one, in history of game sales, normally the first part of the year is not a big money grab for game yeah. companies. And Nintendo has been the one that, like, it's weird that when Nintendo leads the forefront, everybody follows suit. Mm-hmm. And March wasn't even really ever t- typically a big year. But essentially what happened was you sat there, you had what was happening, and then slowly but surely you had a situation where um, Nintendo launches in March. Now everybody's launching in March. Yeah. Like everybody's launching in March now. And what is it, March 20th is like Doom. And all these games are coming out the same day, or either the 20th or 21st. They're all coming the same day. It's nuts right now. So I believe that Nintendo really, in the the grand scope, in the grand scheme of things, like you have Tokyo Mirage Sessions that's launching, what, this week, right? Yeah. And then I don't think they'll hit anything in February. I don't think we'll have a major game come out in February. Mm Mm-hmm. Then I believe March is Animal Crossing. And what I would think what they're probably going to do is they're going to do a direct. I don't think it'll be a massive 30 to 40 minute direct. I think it'll be a smaller bite-sized direct. Mm-hmm. Um, they might showcase more indies in that direct as well. Um, but I know they typically like to try to do other stuff. It'll probably end on a big surprise, something we didn't see coming. Obviously, that's notorious in Nintendo Directs. But I think they're just going to do a little bite-sized direct because I believe in February uh, they're going to do an Animal Crossing direct. And I think they're going to show off a lot of the new stuff that's happening with Animal Crossing that we don't necessarily know about. Yeah. Um, Just because I feel like that's – they want to – they have the opportunity to get the old school fans in, but they're going to want to teach new people as well. So I think Mm -hmm. it's a a double – edge sword that they're going to be able to swing and do some damage yeah what was that a couple years ago we had like a mini direct Mm -hmm. i think that's a possibility show off like some minor games some like older ports coming the the emily rogers rumor about the two wii u ports and now it's coming out that it might be pikmin 3 so it's like that could be shown um but i do agree animal crossing direct so do they even have a nintendo direct or they do they just go right to Animal Crossing. It could be like, possible. They like to do things differently. They yeah. definitely like to do things differently. And when, and especially when the internet is predicting and guaranteeing things, they tend to back off. Like last year, yeah. you know, last year, for those that don't remember, all YouTubers, not all, because I was the whole time going like, this ain't going to happen, this ain't going to happen. But a lot of YouTubers were predicting that we were going to get a direct the, the second week of January. Mm-hmm. Didn't happen. Then they predict we're going to get one the third week of January. <laughs> Didn't happen. And then it happens the first week of February. Yep. Um, and it felt like, and it was weird because if you remember, people are losing their minds because Nintendo, the week of that they thought the Direct was going to happen, they started tweeting out all this news. Yeah. And people were like, why are they announcing this this way? Like, what the is old going Twitter on? Direct. Yeah, it was just weird, right? <laughs> so I think that Nintendo likes to try to keep us off our game. And yeah. I think they really like to, when possible, they like to basically just stick it in leakers' faces. 
Yeah. I like I the way I see them doing like a February direct and then Animal Crossing is March, right? Mm-hmm. Like they have to have an Animal Crossing direct. There's a lot going on with that game. A lot in the terms of like it's all new stuff. Yeah. That we're not sure about. You know what I mean? So it whether it... you like it or not, this might overtake Mario Kart. Like this is a system seller. This is bigger than what people think. The thing that has me a little curious is and it seems like the closer we get, the more I'm thinking where it's not gonna happen. But I'm I'm sitting here going like, Man, are we not gonna get a Animal Crossing console? And I know. I really think that like it just blows me away that Nintendo would just let this kind of fall on deaf ears, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Because in the past they've we've always gotten like consoles with Animal Crossing. You know, we got a console, for multiple ones on the 3DS. So it's just, it's a little, it's a little weird for me to think that we're not going to get anything Animal Crossing related. But I guess time will tell, ultimately. So final predictions, yes or no? I think we get one this month, yeah. Yeah. I think if we don't get one this week or next week, it ain't happening. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, for, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so Pat, this week it was CES, and... This little thing came out called the UFO from Alienware. Mm. What's your what's your first knee-jerk reaction? What's your thoughts? So the knee-jerk reaction is let's sue these guys for everything mm-hmm. that they got. Right? Yeah, because yeah. it like it looks like a switch. From what I know, it has all the functions of a switch. Yep. It detaches, it hooks up to the TV. Yep. Now, it's very foolish to think we can just sue this company because this is Alienware. They make mm-hmm. tech for a living. So of course they've contacted at least like a dozen lawyers are we infringing anything that nintendo is doing so i think from that point it's foolproof but it's definitely cool but alienware i'm thinking what twelve hundred dollars for this thing at least at least i just literally what 20 minutes ago rap doing if we ran nintendo with with sean capri and in that this was the discussion of the show and during that, I thought at the beginning of the discussion, I thought like, yeah, this is we got to get lawyers, we got to go after them, we got to sh- shut them down. And then again, I thought like, eh, maybe it's not, you know. But as a Nintendo fan, when you think big picture, you think this is not any competition whatsoever because it's so far high tech. I think they price themselves way out of the market. Yeah, this is very niche. This is very. Um, if you're a, a hardcore PC master race computer person, then you get this because you think I, this thing's got to be twelve hundred minimum, least. minimum, right? Like it's running four K. That's dude. That's not no easy feat. And this to me, like I don't really, I'm not really familiar with this whole convention, but this seems to me like you go to like a car convention and you see like a concept car where it's like more proof of concept and you're seeing like what could be done. Like, does this even make it to the market? Like, is this even going to, it's no, in no way competition. If anything, this is like flattering for Nintendo. It's like, thank you. Thank you for copying us. Like, this is really cool. We'll never do this, but (laughs) to the T like I said, again, what I said, one of the things I said for Nintendo was like, it was almost like they just sat there, looked at all the things that were bad with the switch and fixed them. Yeah. You know, like if you watch, uh, do you watch Kevin Kenson? 
Oh yeah, tech. Yeah, I know. Did a lot of tech Be- stuff. Where's a beanie? And yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he complains about the switch falling apart and all these things that are wrong with it. And I'm just like, dude, what do you do with your switch? Like his <laughs> top grill, his top grill, all the vents are broken out and cracked. And I'm like, where the hell are you doing over there, bro? But that aside, that that's irrelevant. Like one of the things he points out is the kickstand on the switch. It's very low tech. Very like, this thing, the whole back plate flips down. <laughs> kind of like a Surface Pro or something like that, and like it becomes oh, a wow. kickstand, and it's more stable. It's the whole back plate. The whole back plate kind of flips down, and it's like, damn, that's pretty awesome. I don't feel like comfort wise, this thing has any comfort in it at all. It just yeah. feels like it's not going to be very comfortable. Now, what's the overall like? Because I've seen the thing. I've mm. saw. I saw the article. But what's the overall like thoughts on this? Or or Nintendo like? Nintendo fans pissed or like what I think they... a lot of Nintendo pa- fans are like, well, this is the end of Nintendo. Here's the end of the Switch. Oh, really? <laughs> and, you know, it's just it depends on where you go. It depends on where you go to get your information from. You yeah. know, like, like the first knee jerk reaction is, oh, we're, they got a suit. Like on Facebook, what I was seeing a lot in a lot of the groups were um, Nintendo's got to sue them, right? They got to sue them. And, and then a lot of other people that I saw like on Twitter and stuff were like, uh, you know, like this might be the end of the switch or the other analogy was, is this what the switch pro could become? Because when you listen to people out there, like they're saying 4k for the switch pro. Yeah. And I just look at this thing and I go, man, I can't see Nintendo selling tech like this. No, that's just crazy. Is this UFO thing 4k in handheld? From my understanding. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, it might be 1080 handheld, but I, my understanding is what the only specs that I saw was 4K. Yeah. So that's just madness. You know? It's cool. I mean, maybe maybe Nintendo's taking some notes, but I don't think it's at all threatening. No, not at all. Not at no. all. So, okay, my topic for this week is with the rumors of two Wii U games coming to the Switch this year, is this the last that of the... Is this the last we see of Wii U, Wii U ports coming to the Switch? So hmm. we know the Tokyo Mirage Sessions is coming, right? But this, apparently, this rumor from Emily Rogers is too above that, right? So she's not even including that one in particular. Yeah. Beyond that, what other re- realistic games could be ported over from the Switch? I mean, in my eyes, you have 3D World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pikmin three. Um, you have Star Fox, but I don't think Star Fox comes for the simple base of like there's a lot of work that's got to get done to that game because that game is focused heavily on the gamepad. They would have to change a lot of that game. Yeah, there's some secrets that you can only see with the gamepad. There's, you know, some bosses you can only defeat like zooming in with the gamepad. So it's like people, people talk about, Oh, just fix the camera. You have to fix the entire game. And I don't know if they're willing. I mean, these things are sitting at five belows. Like, yeah, I, I think the whole brand star Fox zero is just ruined. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I don't know. So beyond those two games, what are the games do you think could potentially come over other than Pikmin three and, and 3d so, world? I think Xenoblade Chronicles X just That's to complete the trilogy yeah. because like you have all the games now. Yeah. Um, I actually made a video on this. I I thought that 3D World Pikmin 3 seemed like the most realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Paper Mario is is another one of those like Star Fox games where it, it could be reworked, but it's gonna have a lot of rework to it. Yeah. Um, Wonderful 101. I'm not a big fan of, but that's a game that's swirling around. Yeah. Um, but besides that, it's like what's left, man? <laughs> not a lot left. I think, it, and the other thing too is I think it's in Nintendo's best interest to do these two games and get out of here. Like, yeah. This is this is it. Like this has to be the end of the road for them. Yeah. Um, I think personally that like. You do 3D World, you do Pikmin 3, and you get out of Dodge. Um, yeah. I Don't get me wrong. I, bl- I think Xenoblade Chronicles X would be a good game to bring over, but mm-hmm. I don't see it happening this year at all. Not with, not with Xenoblade yeah. Chronicles 1 coming. Although Xenoblade Chronicles X is a totally different game than the other one, maybe that, I mean, dude, to be honest with you, that might be the answer. Um, I really enjoyed that game. I got sucked deep into that game. Yeah, I did too, up until we got the the mech. When we got yeah. the mech armor, I was just like, because of the cost of like, yeah, you know, getting a new one when it and it just was like, this is not what I want. They were so easy to be destroyed, and they cost so much money to get a new. You didn't one. even want to use it. No, I didn't. I didn't <laughs> want to use it. But it's it, dude, the open worldness of it. Like, it mm-hmm. just, it was my first taste of, like, an open-world game. Because, like, I never played stuff on PS3 and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Game. So, it was my first take of, here here, here we go, here's, you know, yeah. open-world game. And I loved it. I absolutely mm-hmm. loved it. And just, I loved going in and open up the map and finding all the points that you could go. And it was just, it, it's just good. It's good. So when I made the Wii U port video, I had a comment on there that screamed like 2017. Whoever commented, I forgot, and I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said like, how lazy is it that Nintendo keeps putting out these Wii U ports? And like, if this was like 2017, 2018, I would have like been so defensive. I would have been like, you know what? You're wrong. People need to experience these games. But if you think about it, you talk about the Switch's legacy, there's only a handful of switch exclusive games like first party i'm talking about Mm -hmm. like if the switch ended right now like it's it's kind of an underwhelming console to go back to like there's a ton of games don't get me wrong like third party no but i disagree i disagree but go ahead for nintendo finish your point yeah yeah because like when i look back at the gamecube or something like that like you had a bunch of new ips you had a bunch of like nintendo just taking chances and then this you have Breath of the Wild, which is on multiple consoles. Mm-hmm. Mario Odyssey, which was fant- – I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. ARMS took a chance there. Splatoon 2, Mario Maker, those are kind of like extended versions of Wii U games. Yeah. So it's like I would love Nintendo to to bring out these ports like you said. You get it Luigi's, over with. You have Luigi's Mansion, right? Yeah. It's brand new, ground up, built for the Switch. You have Fire the Emblem. new Pokemon game. You have a new Fire Emblem game. Uh, you have Fire Emblem Warriors. Like there are a lot of games on the Switch that, in my opinion, are now at this point Switch exclusives. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily mind the ports when they're done a properly, so they're not very massively cost effective. Mm-hmm. Or what I feel like they made a mistake was I would not have released Captain Toad when I did when they did. 
They yeah. should have bundled Captain Toad with 3D World, done a double pack, and then launched that as a full $60 full budget game. They didn't do that. I think 3D World makes the most absolute sense. Yeah. Simply because of the fact that um, you don't have a Mario game on the horizons. Mm-hmm. And Mario is their bread and butter. Or do you? Well, I mean, you might, but I don't really see <laughs> yeah. it. I, I, don't, I don't see it. Um, yeah. But then again, they've done stuff where they pull stuff out the hat and you're just like, wow. Uh, and I do know that Miyamoto is against porting games, Mario <laughs> games. He hates it. Um, he doesn't like remasters. He doesn't like any of that stuff. He wants new experiences. He he feels that if you're going to put the team out to remaster something, you might as well have them to start from the ground up. The point so, that surprised me was New Super Mario Bros. U. Yeah, that shocked me. That was real. Yeah, like, even the name and, like, just they didn't add a lot to it and it was mm-hmm. full price. That was the one. Like, Donkey Kong, fantastic. Put yeah. that out everywhere. But, like, yeah, that's the one that really, like, really? <laughs> so, I mean, we don't necessarily have a new Mario game this year. So, possibly that's the Mario game yeah. that they go with. And it's right? a great game. If you haven't played it, man. Yeah. Play it. Um, Pikmin makes sense to me um but it only makes sense in the terms of the fact that like we might be getting a pikmin 4 mm-hmm. so to me it would be like hey do a trilogy and pikmin 4 mm. who knows um wonderful 101 though they have such a close relationship with platinum right that's that's step one but step two is the fact that um the fact that like they they pushed hard with Wonderful 101. Yeah. And it really didn't go anywhere. So I could potentially see that being one. Um but as you know, as I think about it, we probably have four to five games that are still due, I think. I think they basically want to take all those games that scored really high on the on the the Metacritic and bring mm-hmm. them over. Yeah. 3D World scored through the roof. Pikmin 3 scored through the roof. Xenoblade Chronicles X, um, I don't think it scored through the roof, but a lot of people loved it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a very Switch-type game. Uh, Wonderful 101, people the people that played it loved it. I wasn't a fan of it personally. I didn't really um, like it. I also wonder if we can get if we saw Zombie U come over, that Ooh. might be something as well from Ubisoft. And Wonderful One Hundred One is that going to be like, um, oh man, what was that game? That DS port that came over. But is that going to be like handheld only? Because you have to like draw on the tablet. Like I don't know. This is... hey, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. It's it's tough. It's hard to say exactly what their game plans are with all yeah. of this. Um, but I could see Nintendo doing two games this year and potentially another two next year. Because yeah. because at the end of the day, for you and I, it's not the best. You know, in terms of it's not the best answer for you and I, because you and I supported the Wii U. You and I played mm-hmm. a lot of games on the Wii U. We were tried and true Nintendo fans. And so for us, when we get reboots and or ports, it's not the most exciting thing for us. 
But yeah. I think in the minds of like, I remember when when Tropical Freeze was announced and all these games were announced that were ports. People, Nintendo fans, were like, "This is stupid. This makes no sense." And then the games are selling more copies on the Switch than they did on the Wii U, and it's like, man, that's why they did it. Low yeah. cost because the game's already developed, high reward. You know, so I don't know. What do you? Th- so your final answer? Do you think this is the final two games we get, or do you think there's more? No, I think. Xenoblade Chronicles X is the one like sleeper I think could come out in like a year or two. Okay. Because I think they're gonna put all the Xenoblade games on this console. So I think the two that we get, if I had, if I was a betting man, would be 3D Worlds, and I guess Pikmin Three. Pikmin Three doesn't excite. I wouldn't buy it again, just because like I feel like the Wii U is like, like playing that on the tablet mm-hmm. really great. Like it's that like showcased the Wii U so well and like. Maybe if it, like you were saying, trilogy, I'm all on board. Like I'll do it. Yeah. But I don't know if I buy that game, full price. <laughs> okay, real quick before before we change subject here. So I bought that eight bit though dongle, mm-hmm. right? And it basically allows you to attach Bluetooth controllers to the Switch. And it's a little, it's a USB hub basically. You plug it yeah. into the USB port, and you can actually play. So the reason why I got it was. Um, I was talking to Joel Brooks and Tony Baker, and they both have it. And they were saying how they use their Wii U Pro controllers on the Switch. And my first reaction was like, well, why would you do that? It makes no sense. And they were like, dude, the D-pad is perfect. And I was like, dude, Ooh. it is. Right? Then I started to think, man, could Nintendo put out something like that and bundle it with the gamepad? Oh, my God. And then allow you to play gamepad games on the Switch. So then you then when you look at it you go like Wonderful One O One, no brainer. You know, uh Pikmin three, no brainer. Star Fox Zero, no brainer. Game and Wario, I loved. I thought that was great. Like could they actually make that a thing? I'm curious. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting to think about though. Better uh, idea than Labo, so <laughs> oh, you're such a jerk. All right. <laughs> so go ahead, Pat. Your last topic or your topic for this week is what? Yes, uh, so keeping on the looking ahead in the future theme, uh, Nintendo basically came out and said, we want to make a Zelda game every year. We want to put out some type of Zelda property every year, and they've stayed true to that. Hyrule, whether it's like Breath of the Wild, Hyrule Warriors, Link's Awakening last year. Um, So my topic basically was, well, what's the Zelda game for 2020? Now, we have the... teaser whatever you want to call of breath of the wild 2 and people are kind of mixed on that because breath of the wild 2 started out as more breath of the wild dlc so like how far along is that but on the other hand was nintendo just putting out something because they really didn't have the big like end of the direct type announcement so Mm -hmm. yeah what's the 2020 zelda game okay for me i don't believe breath of the wild 2 is a 2020 game Mm-hmm. I think Breath of the Wild 2 gets bundled along with Switch Pro, Switch 2, whatever it is, to help push that console along. That's number one. Number two is there was a rumor last year about a Link to the Past remaster. Mm-hmm. So my my mind thinks two things. One, Link to the Past. Two... Emily Rogers said there was two Wii U ports coming to the Switch. Mm-hmm. And could it be Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD? 
So please bundle them, by the way. <laughs> oh man, dude, I I mean whew. And then Skyward Sword, that was a big rumor last year. That was a huge rumor last year. Skyward Sword was coming. I man, I could totally see Nintendo double packing Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and just going like here they are. And man, that would What a bundle, man. Ooh, God. Even if they did them separately. If they were like, yeah. hey, this one's going to come in June, this one's coming in December, there it is. Like, I could see those, you know, we totally skipped those games because it, technically they're Game Boy or uh, GameCube games, but mm -hmm. they were remastered on the Wii U. So yeah. could those be the two games that Emily was talking about? And could they be the games this year? But I think it's in Nintendo's best interest not to cram too much Zelda at us. So for me, I believe it's probably going to be a Link to the Past remaster. Mm -hmm. And then they're going to hold off on the uh, on the other two, on, on, on Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. That's my okay. gut. Because I, I don't yeah. see... I think they want to save Breath of the Wild 2 for when they launch a new console. Yeah. To me, it just makes more sense. They got so much success off of launching the original Breath of the Wild on the Switch that I feel like, how do you make a new iteration just where everybody has to buy it? Well, mm -hmm. you put a game like that on it, and I think everybody loses their mind for it. Yeah, so I agree with you that I don't think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out. I personally think Odyssey 2 is going to be this year's big game. But that's another conversation. So Breath of the Wild 2, I think March of 2021, keep the March trend going. I think that's a great month to you know bundle a Switch Pro and, and do that game. Um, I think that if they're going to come out with a Zelda game, and they're already going to come out with one in March, a port seems to be like something that would come out, not take too much attention. Skyward Sword comes to mind. I don't think that Nintendo put all that work in making Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to just leave it on the Wii U. Yeah. And it's not like they exactly have like Wii U special functions. Like there's just a map on the bottom. Yeah. So those are ones that come to mind. Another one that comes to mind is keeping with the remake, my first Zelda game ever, um, Oracle of Ages, you know, Oracle of Seasons. That could be, you know, if they if they want to stick to like the Game Boy remakes, like that's that would be a cool one too. To be honest, let's let's be honest. When when Link's Awakening got announced and after it launched, a lot of people pointed to those games as yeah, man, let's make it. Those happen. are good games. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think you're too far off on that thinking. What's the yeah. other one? Uh Minish Cap. Minish Cap is Minish another Cap, one that yeah. was heavily rumored to like get the treatment of Link's Awakening. Um because here's the thing, right? Link so the thing with with Nintendo and their remakes or remasters in the Zelda world is they don't tend to redo redo or reuse art styles very often. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of people were like, well, why don't they just take the Link's Awakening no. coat of paint and then put it on different Game Boy ports? But I just don't think it works. I think it, I mean, I it would work. Don't get me wrong. They could do it. But I just think yeah. that knowing Nintendo and knowing the way that, you know, Al Numa is and all that stuff, like they, he likes to do different coats of paint for different things that he's doing. Yeah. He's willing to 
that's the one thing. Like, people praise Miyamoto for what he does. I dare to say that Anuma is probably the best thing that's ever happened to the Zelda franchise. Mm-hmm. Because, one, he loves it. Two, he loves to, he knows what the fans want. And mm-hmm. he knows how to give us what we want. So I would wholeheartedly think that that's probably where it is. I mean, honestly, why not just release them as is? Like, do they really need, I mean, they're Game Boy Color games, but yeah, they're still fun. I mean, but I think it, it would be a port. A new game just doesn't seem right. I mean, like something like a Hyrule Warriors 2 or something mm-hmm. like that, maybe. Uh, also a Four Sword if they want to do some kind of multiplayer, like that could be I something. I heard Triforce but... Heroes get thrown around a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of games. I, I, okay, so are we on the same page in thinking that like 2020 doesn't see Breath of the Wild 2? I don't think it does, yeah. to be honest. So if that's the mindset, then I think it opens us to what's what other game could it be? You know what I mean? That they, they bring out. And I don't think that like Link's Crossbow Training 2 is going to be <laughs> the thing that does it, you know? So I, I, I man, I'm under the, the, I'm under the same mindset that like we could potentially see something, you know? Of I think we just fashion. confirmed the Wii U port that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> like what else do you put out to, to not take away from, because everyone knows about Breath of the Wild 2. You can't put out something. I think Crazy. Wind Waker 2 is, pr- or Wind Waker, that port is probably the best idea of a port of anything. Just because. It's linear, great. But like, it's a great game. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Like, I can't even imagine what it would look like in handheld mode. Mm-hmm. Like, how gorgeous that game would look. I mean, it'd be no different than the gamepad. Like, I used to play on the gamepad with it. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, I could honestly see some spectacular things coming from yeah. that, you know? So, I mean, I wouldn't be totally upset if they, if they reused Link's Awakening art style, but I think it takes some, something away from Link's Awakening. I think that's kind of what made it special. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know, but yeah, I think a port possible. It's possible. Yeah. Real quickly before we wrap up, have you been playing anything new? Oh man! Uh, so we played Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Um, that I downloaded. Fun. That was so fun. I, I downloaded the Mystery Dungeon demo. Did not mm-hmm. play it. Uh, played a few raids in Pokemon Shield. I finished that game. Um, played a few raids and uh, got the new Slowpoke. Oh, did you? Came out. Yeah. How, how, um, how tough was he to catch? Uh, he was easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so I Ultra Ball. I got, I got to go get him. I yeah. But there are actually some games I'm looking forward to. This month, uh, Skellboy releases. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one for Braz. They're they're making another game. And I already played this game at uh, PAX East, so that's cool. And then, um, I don't know, when is that new Yacht Club game releasing? It's like a ninja? Oh, the, I, I think that's a little bit ways off yet. I think oh. they're still working on it. I uh, So after talking last week, I started playing Super Blood Hockey. That dude. game is so good, dude. I can't so score. Good. I can't score to save my life, but they, they block everything I shoot. But it's good, dude. I it's gotta so. Good. I gotta figure out the trick on how to score because I'm not that good at scoring. But it's it's good, man. It's really, really. It's it's so good. Um, <laughs> I haven't played yet, but I bought yesterday a Hotline Miami collection, and I bought Shakedown oh, yeah, Hawaii. So I bought I got both. that physical. 
You bought that physical? I bought both of those. I'm going to jump in and start playing them this week. Um, I've been playing a lot of Rocket League this week. Mm. That game. Because last week when, when the show got flubbed and I was annoyed, I was like, what can I play just to chill out? So I was watching football and playing Rocket League. Then last week, two days, I streamed. I streamed Rocket League on Monday and Tuesday. And then uh, Star Wars Pinball. Dude, that's dude. pretty good, man. I bought it, man. It's so good. It's a pretty good game. We're on dude. the same wavelength, Bobby. Yeah, man. I like that game, dude. Well, I got it for twenty bucks at Walmart. It was on yeah. sale for twenty bucks. They had a clearance actually. I was like, damn, that's crazy. It just came out. Um but yeah, dude, it is so good. So, so good. Have you played Hyperlight Drifter before? I started it, I never finished it. Jason that's Lacey one of the loves games it. on sale. Yeah. Jason Lacey, there's a, dude, there are so many games on sale right now. I Good literally yesterday too. just started clicking through. That's why I bought the Hotline games. Yeah. Because I was like, you know what? I never played them. They're supposed to be like old GTA, like top mm-hmm. down, like like GTA whatever. That was on the, uh, I think it was on the Wii or whatever. And uh, I think they were on the DS a couple times and stuff. But like, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to check these out. So I bought those. So many games on sale. It is crazy. I've never, <laughs> dude, it's so hard. You know, we talked about it last week, the, the show that nobody will ever know. Um, <laughs> but one of the things we talked about was pricing on the yeah. Switch and the games and how they're just all out of line, out of alignment and stuff. And it's like how how brand new games are going right to sale right away. And, it, yep. dude, they need to do something with like there's so many games on there that are like a dollar, ninety nine cents, a penny, ten cents, and I'm like, do I buy them or no? And I'm like, yeah. no, I'm not going to mess with it. I mean, because I, I think last week I had bought like a hundred fifty dollars in eShop credit mm. just to put away, just in case something came that I wanted to buy. Yeah, and uh, man, just not, not good. It makes me not want to, because I'm a physical collector for now. Like, I'll always buy first-party Nintendo games physically. But, like, these indie, like, I haven't bought an indie game at launch in a while. Yeah. It's been a while. I also want to mention, we said it on the last episode, but it's gone forever. Shout out to Mike Matei, man. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I feel like we need to bring that up again because we made a video responding to his tweet. Completely blew up overnight. Like, I think it's at, like, 9,000 views right now. Yeah. Um, he he was just great. He literally like, he messaged me on Twitter out of the blue. He's like, "Good point about uh, Mike Tyson." <laughs> I was just like, "Wow, I am a big fan of yours, man!" Like Cinemasker, like angry video game nerd, like so good. So he uh, he followed me on on Twitch, and then he showed up at my stream the other night. Um, wow! So it was like I was like, but I didn't even notice him until after he left, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, he was here!" And then um, I messaged him on Twitter. To ask him if he would be interested in coming on this show, but he never replied back. So we'll get him. <laughs> maybe you, maybe you should message him since he's already had a dialogue with you and be like, "Hey, Bobby sent you a message yeah. about coming on the show." It's so says. funny though, because like we're not used to getting like crazy amount of views, but like mm. little things that like you and I said in that episode were blown out of proportion. Like I'm forever the guy that hates Mega Man. Now. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a boomer, like, it's so funny, dude. It's but whatever, dude. But you know what's really funny? nice about it, man. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. We did talk about this a little bit last week. Um, the outpouring and support of people. Like, for me, like, in the comments, dude, people loved 
what I said. You know, yeah. and they were just like, we're on board with this guy. And even Mike was like, dude, Nintendo Guru knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And it was just like mind-blowing to, you know, because normally I'm the one that pisses off your audience. <laughs> and they weren't. They were all supportive of it. So it was pretty, pretty spectacular. Yeah. So, so with that, that is all. Thank you guys for watching another episode and listening to another episode of Nintendo Talk. Episode 110 is now in those ear holes. Be sure to check out the, everything that Pat is doing here on the internet. You can follow him on Twitter, at Nintendalk. Also check out his YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Nintendalk. Check me out everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, and on Twitch, at Gurus. That is all. Peace out, Preston. See ya. Thank you.